This episode was recorded on November 15th, 2020. Hello, welcome to the comic panel. I'm Taylon. I'm Cody. I'm Jacob. And I'm Shawenta. Previously on the comic panel. We didn't we didn't mention that the, the wig comes off of the woman, and she's mm-hmm. very obviously doesn't have short, bobbed black hair. She's blonde, yeah. curly hair, I think. And mm-hmm. she's kind of crying. And the dude who's with her in bed is like, just, you gotta follow along. You know, we, we both don't want to be here, but we can't just say no to the plutonium. Mm-hmm. Now, and so um, yeah. Then we then we get uh, Cherubdis and Scylla, two twin brothers. Cherub not Cherubdis great names. Goes by Carrie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird like Greek thing about um, <laughs> two monsters that were like on opposite sides of a body of water. It's I don't, oh, it doesn't have anything to do with like their like their powers or anything like that. It's just like. These two things that I don't think were even related, but, like, they were close to each other, I guess. So that mm-hmm. works. And so, yeah, so they break into a condemned prison. Yeah. I think, yeah, prison. And it was scheduled for demolition by Reber Industries. Reber? I don't know. That'll be important later. And so then we get the villains. Hey, there's that giant robot. Oh, from yeah. The football oh, yeah. Game. That uh, blue, the plutonium took down baseball. Oh, yeah, so they're they're so they're in a. I don't know if it's necessarily a villain layer, but they are in a layer. No, that's that is the plutonium's layer. That's not a villain layer. That's his. I thought. No. no. I I don't know if it's the plutonium's. It's not the plutonium's because they the villains that are there discuss specifically so and so of our group died. <laughs> And thank goodness I grabbed a, ho- um, a hold of his holdings, I think. Mm. Okay. And so I thought that was his layer. Gotcha. Yeah, this is the layer of... Um, I think it's Inferno, Ibergo. who is like yeah. also like the owner of Reaper Industries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think, his, I think his alter ego is something Reaper. Yeah, and Inferno is... But- yeah, I just kind of assumed that he was like somehow related to Reaper Industries because that's a weird but, name. Yeah. Like, but but even even common. figuring that out wasn't obvious. Like you you had to get like halfway through this part of the chapter to be like, okay, I think I know what who they're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it? Yeah. Scylla goes into the prison to um, eavesdrop on the villains meeting. And they're trying to come up with a plan to stop the Plutonian. And, you know, they're just looking around, seeing all the weapons. And then they just come across the Plutonian, just eating up some coffee, I guess, and just walking I, out. I, I do like, <laughs> they're like that. They're, they're, like, they're like going around this dude's um, villain la- lair, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, man, this is awesome. I saw him once, like, you know, hit a tank with this or something. And they're, like, grabbing weapons and stuff. 
and like one of them starts to walk into the back room, which looks almost like a break room or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the plutonium just like, yeah, getting coffee or tea or whatever. Mm. And everybody he works there. And everybody's like, okay. Even uh, Car- or Scylla is like, uh, Cubit, he's here. And then... Uh, yeah, I I almost thought that it was like a robot him or something, just because, uh-huh. like, you know, he was paying no attention to the, like, villains that were there, like, literally just walking past them. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. like, robot assistant, because I was, like, kind of under the impression that this was the Plutonian's lair still. And so I was like, okay, oh, gotcha. yeah, but also, yeah, it just... <laughs> yeah. So what? one of the villains tries to fire at him, and he makes his gun explode, and he's like, he goes on this monologue about, like, yeah, let me tell you about my world. My world is full of miserable, bitter, ungrateful paramecium who lash out at you in a rate, or who lash out at you in a state of perpetual rage for not solving their problems fast enough. Yeah, he's like, I perform miracles every day that Mm. nobody could possibly do, and they're still not happy. And and honestly, I was kind of like, yeah, I get it. I don't get you going bad, but I mean, I get why you would think that. I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, he's framing the story how he wants it to be, how he sees it. Mm -hmm. So, of course, it makes perfect sense to him. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say there's a difference between these people are ungrateful, so I'm not gonna help them, and mm-hmm. these people are ungrateful, so I have to punish them for not mm-hmm. being grateful. I have for to what punish them to and them. everybody who is near them, and anybody who gets in my way also gets punished. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> it's not only going after the people who are ungrateful. He's just like well gonna kill yeah. kids gonna kill everybody mm-hmm. he leveled that city pretty much and so so the fixer how many they said were in the city was it two million in sky city that died because of him yeah i'm not i'm not sure yeah what the i i remember the amount of that later on mm-hmm. we'll see it though it, it'll come up mm-hmm. and so the fixer offers a partnership and they're like okay you want you want to partner with me Prove it. And he's like, okay, here's the here's something here. Um, I don't I don't know what they look like. Little, little squares with a ball on like it. Like a red, yeah, red buttons. They're big <laughs> red buttons, which makes like the the people's next decision like the dumbest ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I so, do think it's interesting. But right before he gives them the red buttons, they're trying to tell him that. They trust him or something, yeah. and he's like listening to the guy's heartbeat. So he's trying to see if he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. You know how mm-hmm. grateful he is, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is an interesting little snapshot. I don't, I don't think that's this part. Uh, I don't see that. Oh, I might be mixing it up with the next part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but he he was saying. He led them to believe that the thing that he gave them was could kill him. And they were like, if you want to partner with me, it doesn't. Because they asked, what is this? And they're just like, you want to partner with me? It doesn't matter what that is. You would throw it away. And of course, they don't. They're like, oh, yeah, that's the I mean, it, it, 
I get it a little bit, you know? Like, obviously, it's another instance where people should have been a little bit more skeptical, should have, like, you know, thought about <laughs> the consequences of what they might do. But, mm. like, you know, if you have known this person to basically be a Superman figure, like, just good at all moments, you know, always mm. trusting, and then he's all like, okay, this is your chance to show me that I can trust you. I'm giving you something that might kill me, you know, and you just like, and then it's all like, oh, well, we wanted to have him on our side, but actually it's just better if he can't turn against us. Bam, 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 yeah. bam. I mean, <laughs> they they are villains. They're villains, so obviously they have to betray, but they're villains, so they should sense somebody betraying them first. <laughs> yeah. They should always expect people to betray them. They're villains. They should suspect the worst of everybody. Yeah, e even... But like you were saying, they kind of know him as, a, you know, the beacon of truth and hope and whatever. Even the Plutonian was like, yeah. Fixer, I mean, you should have seen this coming. And so it was a self-destruct button to the prison. And so... Um, Scylla is like, alright, gotta get out of here now! And it just blows up, and you see a silhouette of the Plutonian just not being affected, while everyone else turned to skeletons. Whew. And the Plutonian kind of hears somebody, and uh, there's a woman who like put up a force field right before it exploded, and so she's under this rubble. Yeah, one of the villains. Mm -hmm. uh, Do we know? Yeah, yeah. Which I was like, Enchantress? Mm -hmm, that's... <laughs> Very subtle. <laughs> but he was like, yeah, and then he's good in the wig. No. <laughs> I, even if I'm planning on putting a wig on somebody, I don't go up to them and be like, I think you'd look great in a wig. Uh -huh. Like... You're just not enough like, of a supervillain, I guess. No, no, yeah. I mean like... It's just such that that was such a natural dialogue for me though. Like mm. you could have oh, just like looked at it and be like, "You'll be perfect." <laughs> mm. Like, but he's very he just straight up says the wig thing. I'm like, she don't know what he's talking about. Why is he talking like that? Like he knows what he's talking about. I don't know. I I've heard that kind of dialogue so much that I'm kind of used to it. But you know, in movies, it's like made it more ominous. So it's like. I'm what just saying, like, I feel like he didn't have to mention the wig, and we would have known, and it also would have felt more natural. Oh. <clears throat> and then we see uh, Scylla's mask broken, and uh, his bones. He, he did not make that. Yeah, they were trying to get him out at the last moment before <clears throat> the buttons even got pushed, and... Mm -hmm. Man. That work. Yeah. Later Next. on, they they have though that his uh, his brother does make it out, but like with the two masks mm -hmm. on the ground, it really seems like they both died, and they don't really I don't know yeah like maybe maybe it's meant to be a twist that's like ah the other brother is alive, but it just like feels like you know the Between book lied the to me you know <clears throat> well well I, well what happened I think is that the blast kind of knocked his mask off. Because he wasn't, like, unscathed. He was, like, in a coma or something. Yeah, he was, like, waiting right outside the prison. So at the very, mm -hmm. you know, the outside of the building. So he still got pretty, yeah. he got hurt by it. He got hit. Mm -hmm. 
And so next chapter, we get to see Qubit meeting the plutonium. Now, I'm, <clears throat> I'm not exactly sure what went down, <clears throat> at least on Qubit's end, because it sounded like he was like, I just went here to get cheese. Okay, so, so this is my understanding. He went there to get cheese, but then he sneezed in front of the queen, and the queen thought that as an insult, and she was like, I want to marry you. And then he was like, nope. That's all I got. I, I I don't know if it was her that wanted to marry him, but it sounded like he was mm -hmm. about to be forced into marriage because dishonor. It's like, yeah, gotcha. the only way to make up for dishonoring is you have to marry them now. Well, well, to be fair, I mean, these are aliens, so their ways are not out. But yeah, it is just for, like, weird alternate dimensional cheese. <laughs> and, which I don't really understand why it's that big of a deal. You just gone for the cheese. Like, I don't know why you did yeah. it. Like, or talk to the aliens. Mm -hmm. but yeah, um, and then, so yeah. Yeah. the Plutonian <clears throat> the Plutonian saves him. Yeah, he has to build a portal to get back to Earth. Mm -hmm. Jump between the dimensions and the plutonium is helping protect him from the aliens who are pretty mm -hmm. pissed at him trying to leave. And then, um, share something with him? He tries to give him the purple cheese. Oh, gotcha. Which looks but like a sponge. Like, <laughs> a little bit. Like, before plutonium leaves, uh, Hubert asks him a question about, like, all the power that he has, all the responsibility, what does it feel like? And Plutonian doesn't answer at the time. Mm -hmm. He just kind of flies away, which is kind of rude. Yep. Um, but uh, hey, man, I you don't know, man. Maybe he heard somebody in distress. I mean, yeah. that's why he does... gets the pass a lot of times, right? Where they're like, they ask him questions, and he just mm -hmm. doesn't. He avoids answering it, and they're like, "Well, he's the best of all of us, so I guess it's mm -hmm. fine." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it does establish quite a pattern of just like zoning out, kind of. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to think about this, so bye. <laughs> just gonna mm -hmm. dissociate. So, yeah. uh, we go back to the base, the hero's base, and uh, Gilgamos and Bet are there with Cubit, and they're like, uh, why are all these uh, Modius robots walking around without a face? They're like, oh, I thought it would be better. That's disturbing. Because Caden had a problem well, with it. You found it disturbing? Oh, Caden. Okay, mm. yeah. Caden's like, oh, why are you, why do you have all these Modus robots? And he's like, oh, is it bothering you? So he mm. takes their faces off. <laughs> this will make it all better. No face. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know who Cubit is supposed to, like, not be. Which maybe, like, you know, it is a lot like you were saying, Jake, where it's all like it's bad when the characters are only who they're not supposed to be. And Cubit, like, is probably one of the best characters in here. Because it's like, ah, I don't know who he's, he's not supposed to be, so he kind of just seems yeah. like he is him. <laughs> right. He seems to be an inventor, sort of. I mean, he created those Cubit robots, right? Mm -hmm. And he basically made AI for them, so they're like Hank. the guard, not Cuban robots, Mobius robots. Hank Pym. Mm. Yeah, but he, he doesn't could shrink and grow. Be, but he's also got like that weird, like yeah. um, techno, like techno. What do you call Mr. Fantastic? It's like tech, technokinesis, I guess. Like he yeah, is like, able to talk to technology. 
and like mm-hmm. manipulate it. Okay. So I don't know what that mm-hmm. is. Like that's Oh, Mr. Fantastic meets Modoc. Kind of. Yeah. See it's like it's uh, it is yeah, kind of, but like oh uh, yeah, I know there are characters that like have been technokinetic, but none are springing to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not an entirely new power the, set, but yeah, yeah. So oh, cut to the UN. oh, the turtle. I said the t- from the flash. The turtle. From the flash, he just there was goes a, super slow. Okay, it wasn't the turtle. It was, it was. There was some guy who got who was like one of the bus metas, and he oh, had the power to control yeah. technology. I can't remember oh, his name. Kilgore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's Kilgore, but with yep. like a percent sign instead of a. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it, but the point that I, the point that. that I was trying to make is that <laughs> like it is it is a power that we've seen in comic books before, but he isn't a specific person, obviously, because yeah. it's like you know that just isn't a popular character that we've seen with that. Power. I mean, it seems like it's pretty mm-hmm. strong, especially like in modern day, but. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, to the UN, like, we've got, like, the UN president. I don't know what you call, like, the UN leader. Is, like, talking I, I think about, he was hey, the US ambassador. From, I thought, it, I thought it was the US ambassador. Well, he's a secretary. They call him Mr. Secretary. Oh, okay. So, maybe oh. he's secretary of defense, secretary of state, something. But, yeah, it's talking about, hey, Plutonian is, like, a worldwide problem. What are we gonna do about it? And then all the other UN members are like, "We're not gonna do anything because we can't mm-hmm. do anything." Yeah, we don't want to really. We think he's pretty awesome. We want him to rule over us, and we bow down to him. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, he, because then Plutonian shows up, kills the guy who was like, "Hey, what are we gonna do?" And then it's like, "So well, what are you guys okay, gonna so do?" Okay, so not only did he me? say, "What are we gonna do?" No, he, he didn't only say, like, what are we going to do? Everybody else was like, well, obviously he is going to come rule over our country because he's so cool and awesome. Uh-huh. And the guy's like, uh, no, we need to actually do something about this. Like, we can't just all try to bow down to him. And, of course, Plutonium shows up and silences him. And then so he's like, you! And, like, the ambassador to Singapore or something. And he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, why do you want me... Why do you want to make Singapore like my home country? And he's like, because we like you. Because we are grateful. Yeah. And he's and that's That's, when he's listening to his heartbeat. Yeah, his heartbeat gets so erratic. Erratic. And he's and Plutonian's so like, I'm disappointed. And he just flies off. Yes. So. The heart be getting erratic when he's like, we're just so grateful. Mm. He senses it as a lie, right? Yeah. I think okay. so. But like the way it's written, it could be, it seems like, at least like the first time I read it, it was like, so he's like excited because you're not going to kill him and you're <laughs> mad about that. Oh, or, but like it being like a lie makes more sense. Also, so yeah, basically he, he goes up into space, like really angry and like, you know, starts hurling asteroids down at Singapore specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, asteroids made of diamond, so that's yeah. cool, right? That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, 
in Cubit, like, you know, he's like, okay, we gotta go and save them, but also he, like, says that he understands what he's doing, and it seems like he's, like, like more than just killing everybody, he's trying to build something, but that never gets resolved. So I'm like, oh, no, it's yeah, not in any of these issues. Yeah, I thought it was building up to something. I was like, why was it specifically diamonds that he was like flattening Singapore with? Yeah, I'm like, probably eventually we'll oh, yeah, find out, but not in this book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just make a diamond throne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he takes Gilgamos and Bet to save uh, the people of Singapore, but Gilgamos and Bet get knocked down real quick. And then um, the the device that they use for teleportation is like the jumper some. And uh, Plutonian shows up, takes it from him, and he's like, choose 10 people. The presumption is choose 10 people to save. But no, 10 people to die. He kills him. And then he answers his question. He's like, that's how it feels. And you're like, oh, okay. Okay, I did not get that. Oh, oh, okay. yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that either. I thought that he killed all of Singapore except oh. for those ten people. No, I, I got I that mean, he killed those ten people. I did not get that he was answering the question mm. of that's how it feels. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, well, he I mean, he flies I think, up. I think he did save those ten people because like when he's when Plutonian's flying up, we see like ten people go into the portal. That, um, no, 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 he he had. Those are everybody else. Yeah, he definitely killed those ten people specifically. Did you see him fry those people, and the skeletons are left over. Okay. But yeah, it does. I guess. Yeah, that could be. But then, like, he like drowns the rest of Singapore. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So like that ten didn't matter. What if that was the diamonds that he threw down? What if he it used it as a wedge? A wedge for yeah, it, to push down. Does the tsunami. Like, that does kind of look like what he's doing. There's a big old like field of diamonds, and he just mm-hmm. like rushes at it and pushes it into the earth until like you know it causes a giant wave. It didn't have to be diamonds though. That just it's weird. Then was it this world hardest metal? That is not yeah. diamonds. I mean, not metal, but hardest material. Not metal, hardest material or something. Mineral, whatever. So More what, he was trying to like make sure that he wouldn't break through it when he shoved it into the ocean? Wh- which, I would, that makes sense to me. That don't make sense to me. <laughs> I don't know, also I feel like there's easier ways to make a tsunami too. Like, yeah. you know, he was able to shatter the Secretary of State with like a whistle after freezing him, so mm-hmm. like... Why not just, like, I don't know, do, like, one of those sonic boom claps or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I just feel being like dramatic. It, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. It's probably just that. Actually. <laughs> it's like, I have this giant meteor of diamonds. Oh, you guys would like diamonds, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to destroy you all with it. And so um, they get back to the base, and Gilgamos and Bet are hospitalized. And Cubit's like, turns to a Modius robot and he's like, answer the question that you were made to solve. Where is Modius? And end of that chapter. 
Okay, and then next chapter we get. Um, oh wow, I did not catch that. Okay, so he puts in a. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> he puts in a DVD basically, and then the entire world gets like the same broadcast of uh, the Plutonian saying, "All right, you know, you've been wondering what's going on, something like that, like." You're, you're, you should be hearing me, and... Or, yeah, he was, like, answering fan mail, is what he put it as. And yeah, he just so starts people in the people. last week or so, God, he's targeting specific mm-hmm. singular people in countries, just these random, ordinary people, and he's like, yeah. this is what you were thinking about, about me, uh, in the last week, and here mm-hmm. to answer your question, you know, am I horrible, da da Mm-hmm. I don't remember the question specifically. Yeah. And then somehow yeah. this the first woman that he is talking about, she gets cut somehow. I don't quite understand what happened. Um wait. So there is Lei Um Hujin of mm-hmm. Harbin, China. Um and yeah, I don't know. She d- she didn't get cut, as far as I can see. She's oh, just uh, she spills. Oh, oh wait, no, there's... never mind. Never mind. That's just her fingernails. <laughs> oh, yeah, she just had. Yeah, she just painted her fingernails. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, so she oh, must just oh, be. Oh, that's stopped. that's not even. That's not even the first person. The person with red fingernails is uh, the person in Mississippi. Mm. Um. All right. Yeah. But. Yep. So she's just shocked that but he yeah. knew what she thought. That's that's what I got. Yeah, because because the person in Mississippi, like you know, he he is not only throwing everybody into Discord by like singling out people, but he's also singling out their secrets super casually. So this mm-hmm. one guy is all he, he's all like, "Yeah, you told the gr- the college girl you've been sleeping with," and then it's like he's in front of his wife, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and oh, so that's yeah. what she's shocked about. Is <laughs> like, ah, not only is like oh. he just watching over us, he has the ability to reveal our secrets. Yeah, uh, it's so creepy because the one the the lady in China, you know, she's just like, how could this be the plutonium we all once loved? And the fact that he's just she's just nobody, but he's listening. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. knows that she was thinking about him. It was so creepy. Yeah. Or like the the one kid writing in his diary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That's great for paranoia. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, you know what they used to say about gods of myth that they um, they used to appear as humans, walk around, and he's like, I do that. And so, therefore, I could be any one of you. New recruit, he says, the foreigner who just moved in upstairs. Yeah, at the end of the bar. <laughs> and, and the guy's like, huh, man. Or wait, no, never mind. He, that wasn't him. But, he, you know, he's like, I should add one thing. This has been a pre-recorded message. And I was like, what? Yeah, he goes, before you're worried that, before you go, oh, well, I see them next to me, so this is, it's fine. They're obviously not the person making yeah. the message. 
I recorded this message earlier, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows where I am? Right. I could be right next to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and, and I didn't notice that the CD was had any connection to the pre-recorded message. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And then we get like a, a few headlines saying, world on fire, what happened to Bogdanian, where are the heroes? And then we get an intro. Honestly, I did not like this character very much. But um, Volt. We get introduced to Volt. And uh, he... They actually introduced to Volt, but in the past. So another, like, one of those mm-hmm. flashbacks. So you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, he, he basically... Yeah. Um, Saves uh, a company, or saves people from a robbery or something criminal, and he's like, yeah. "All right, bank, bank robbery." All right, hey, this ain't free. <laughs> well, no, no, no. The the thing he saves, he saves the one dude from who's kept by kidnappers, right? And they're like, "Oh, here's the money." Like, even with the ransom, they wouldn't have given him back, obviously. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wait, but so he didn't take the money? Does, they offered it to him before he even asked for it, I think. But I oh. think he was, he's, he's the type of dude who would expect it. Gotcha. Yeah, like it's, he, it... he leaves and Plutonium's like, uh, you know, you shouldn't take money, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. I'll do what I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely like kind of a combo of characters because, I mean, it's making fun of like, you know, there's Static Shock <laughs> and Black Lightning mm-hmm. and, you know... Other other electric heroes who happen to be black, and then there's uh, but also it's a little bit of like Luke Cage and Heroes for Hire too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of sad though the fact that like he was constantly bringing attention to the fact that it was cliche. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I get it. Like I don't know those other characters, so. I didn't even realize it was that cliche, but if you're going to keep telling me it is, okay, I'll view it as that. No, see, see, here, here's the worst part. He, so so he's, like, glad to be of service, and the dude who, who, who happens to be white is like, what? And he's like, oh, I meant faux shizzle. And then just turns around yeah, and instead no, calls him keep... racist. I'm like, what? That's just no, that, what that that I'm calling for. At the part where he's like, how racist of him. Like, he didn't ask you to say that. Like, I think right. the other the other guy or something was kind of weird to him. Yeah, I mean, he like, said that to your hood. Like, <laughs> okay, I'll yeah, give that, you that, that one. Was like, that, that dude, okay. But, like, the other dude is just like, what? When he's like, mm-hmm. glad to be a service. Like, he could have just not heard him. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he just said what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I agree that like that wasn't shown very well, but I feel like what they were trying to do was establish like this has happened over and over and over again, where he can't just be himself; he has to be like this over like characteristic like black self. You know, he can't just he has to like play into stereotypes; otherwise, he won't be accepted. But yeah, it definitely was like just kind of sudden with that one. Like they needed to establish it a little bit more to like. Well, they just really needed it. to make the guy's reaction to his like, you know, glad to be a service. They just need to make the other guy's reaction different than just like what 
Yeah, because yeah, oh, yeah, so... basically like that. That that's that's like the the real world combination is that they expect him to be a mixture of like Samuel L. Jackson's characters and mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> that's what they're expecting from him. <laughs> that that's what he assumes they expect. If that's what the writer or is trying to get at, he did a bad job showing it. Then um, he gets introduced or well. Maybe not introduced, but Plutonian shows up with Bet, and he's like, "Oh, hey, you with your girlfriend?" And Plutonian's like, "What? What? No, 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 no." The fact that Bet isn't like at all. <laughs> Bet was just way too casual. Mm-hmm. Like they haven't, they didn't even establish that she was married to that other dude until like later, yeah. right? Yeah. Until until like some yeah. scene with. Yeah, what's his name? Gil. Gilgamos. Gilgamos. Yep. I think, yeah, Gilgamos. Like, she's constantly seen next to him. I don't even know what his powers are. I don't. I don't know. He just like. He's just thinking of the Hawkeye. Hawkman. That's what I got. He just has wings. Yeah. yeah. And he talks about old stuff sometimes. <laughs> yeah, he's so definitely from line. from the past. And he has wings. <laughs> I think he's supposed to be maybe like Gilgamesh, the like ancient epic hero. I, I keep almost like... wanting to call him that. That's why, I like, yeah, uh, yeah. So then we go back and we jump forward to the present, and it was revealed that Volt was talking about his interaction. So he was recounting what happened, and then Kane's like, "Huh? How do you know this before?" Which is weird because yeah. it's like, and... I don't know how. How would that not come up? Like, that doesn't seem that. I, I don't know. May, maybe it was like so nothing that he didn't think to bring it up. Like you wouldn't. You wouldn't imagine like him say, "Hey, I ran into Blutonian today." <laughs> well, um, I mean, s- some of the people there were there. I think that he was recounting it to like to specifically like compare it to recent events. You know, to to kind of see if they could gain any new information you know gotcha but yeah um also i thought it was like you know it was an interesting detail of his character that they like you know he's all like yeah you really shouldn't be like taking money for like saving people and then he's like i can't get a job or even drive a car (laughs) like right which is very very my life from spectacular (laughs) spider-man Mm. Well, because he was like, I can't touch computers, I can't touch cars. Like, they all go, you know? Yeah. I also don't get, like... I just thought that that was... This panel, where he's, like, in a pose, and you see, like, electricity behind him. Like, it looks as if it's impaling him. Um, no, that's what... Well, actually, yeah, that doesn't really make sense. I guess you're right. It's kind of strange looking. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then um, the Plutonian's like, hey, maybe we can help you with your problem. He's like, really? Well, what's it cost? He's like, an unselfish... And yeah, I'm, ge- I'm guessing that he did that in this chapter. I'm not sure. That panel is the one that makes him look a lot like Homelander from The Boys. Mm-hmm. And that's also kind oh, gotcha. of where 
Like, that is a lot of where, like, their characters kind of collide, where it's like, I need you to be, like, a pure superhero for once. Even though, like, I'm guilty of something way worse, I need you to stop <laughs> doing this, like, other thing. Well, to be fair, I mean, we don't know exactly when that happened. I would be under the assumption it happened before the bad thing. I mean, it's... I don't think it's before the, like, the bad thing that is revealed. Like, oh, really? the... What do they call it? Like, that uh, hypersonic plague thing. The Jackson mm-hmm. thing. I think, it, I think it's after that. But I could oh, be really? wrong. The I, timeline isn't, like, super I, well described I mean, even if it isn't after that, like, I definitely think there's the idea that the seeds of everything that he's done at this top to this point are in him already. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just waiting to become that person. Like, mm-hmm. And and then um, Carrie wakes up, and he's like, unselfishness is overrated. And they're like, what are you doing? Um, what are you doing up? Like, you should calm down. He's like, yeah, yeah, how did, how did that treat my brother? And then they get into a little tussle, but he has no powers anymore. So he's like, right. And then that's when they, I never noticed this before, but he's like, yeah, your arm is missing. Because he goes, so Volt, and so he then recounts what happened with his missing arm. Volt goes to Plutonian and he's like, hey, um, look, I, I I care about you, man. I, you know, I'd give my left arm to help you out or something. And he's like, all right, I'll take that. And he just cuts his arm off. It. I mean, he offered, so mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like basically, as soon as he said that, I was like, "Come on, man, come on, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't be that obvious." <laughs> Yeah, uh, so Bet and Gilgamos get up. Oh, yeah, and so Gilgamos yeah. is like, man, you know, I overheard Plutonian say something to you. Like, what? He didn't say anything to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just... And I was like, oh, mm, there's some foul play going on. Her character. Mm. She, this whole yeah, thing, so that... and she's worried about, like, protecting her marriage while, like... This man is flattening cities and killing people, and he's getting very close to killing you guys. And she's like, can't tell anybody about this. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's yeah, more it, like, I'm so used to lying, you know, not that hard to lie again. I'm not saying it's out of character. I'm just saying it pisses mm-hmm. me off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I, I guess we can we should say it anyway. Um, it was revealed that Bet was cheating on Gilgamos with Plutonian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pretty obsessed. Uh, and like, also, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a little weird. I, which was really weird because they didn't really establish why he was obsessed with her. Because you would think that he'd be obsessed with the girlfriend that left. Like that would make more sense than what we got. Just that, oh yeah, they were sleeping together. That's it. I, I think part of the problem I have with a lot of this is the fact that, like, they they keep doing the flashbacks to try to help with this, but it's hard to establish what was normal and the regular dynamics of the group. 
and how it's been radically changed by this. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. So um, basically after that instance, the, the reveal of um, Bet or Betty's affair. Um, well, not, not quite. Like cute. Not quite? Yeah, that hasn't happened yet. Well, okay, it hasn't been revealed. It. No, no, no. I, I meant revealed to the audience, not revealed to the group or. Oh, okay. I see. Gilgamos. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So then, Cubit is like building this like warp device thing. Well, like, which I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know how this thing is different from the little bracelets they have. Honestly, like they can teleport places. I don't know why. Like, I guess you probably need to have the coordinates, and this well, one doesn't need coordinates. It can just—I don't—I don't understand. It, <laughs> I, I thought of it as like it. they were trying to find like his signature or something. So they found his lair, and this was just more like a looking glass. Other than, well, I mean, it had mm-hmm. looking glass capabilities. Yeah, okay. You, yeah, you can look through the portal and then you mm-hmm. can travel through it. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, kind of. <laughs> but yeah, so they they open the portal and they can see inside the secret lair that nobody knew that he had. Um, and he's walking around. <laughs> um, I just love this reaction where he turns ever so slightly and you see his eye turn behind him as if like he knows they're looking. And then Volt's like, it's just for the machine. <laughs> well, I think he's trying he's trying to hit Plutonian. I think he's mad. Oh, at is him. that? Oh, I thought, oh just, I thought it was I thought it was a reaction of fear more. I don't know. Say that again. I thought it was more of a reaction of fear, like you were saying, he yeah. hits the portal to try to just close it really quick, like oh, you, like when you open a door and the killer like looks mm-hmm. at you. Yeah. Okay, it could have been, yeah, I, I'm willing to believe that. That's not how I interpreted it at first, but I see that. Mm-hmm. And then Carrie, oh, Carrie, mm, dropping bombs. He's like, okay, I see three things going on here. One, the wherever Plutonian's hideout is, that's, we're going to have to go there to get Modius. Oh, okay, so that was, the portal was trying to find Modius, not Plutonian. And yeah, yeah, because all the Modius bots were like, eh, mm-hmm. we figured it out, we know where Modius is, and mm-hmm. they showed him. Yeah. And he was like, wait. Like, what was it Betty who was like, oh, that's Plutonium's place. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which also, I love everybody was like, we didn't know that. <laughs> How'd you know that? Mm. Yeah, Carrie is probably like my favorite character in this book. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can see that. And he's like, and then uh, Bet knows more than she's letting on. And he's like, talking about, you don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, well, isn't it God. obvious? You recognize his lay, the layer. Like, we've never ben? been there. How does she know what uh-huh. it looks like? Betty is like the mm-hmm. most, the worst liar, where she's just like, he's out of his mind. Don't worry about him. <laughs> like, he was like, I, I assumed you would have seen his lair after all the times you slept with him. And Gilgamesh like, yeah, was like, what? 
What? And he's like, no, 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 honey, honey, no, no, don't listen to him. <laughs> honey, he's crazy. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up. I wasn't going to bring it up until now, but I do think he's crazy and we should not listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course this gets Carrie smacked, but then like he drops the bomb that he probably should have dropped first. It's like all of those robots that we have that have the mind of the world's most dangerous criminal aren't around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Drama. He's like, I feel like that was his Batman moment. Like he, he's not any character that I recognize, but that's it. Right Oh, yes, he is very dramatic, where it's like, oh, yeah, no, you guys didn't notice, but I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, that, he and his brother, you know, by association, are kind of like another, like, hodgepodge of characters that don't really fit any mm -hmm. specific, like, you know, person, because it's yeah. like, maybe Wonder Twins, but definitely not mm -hmm. actually their powers <laughs> yeah i guess it's yeah it's a what are their powers? version of the wonder twins yeah what are uh, do they have like uh, the powers of the flying or something? powers it's um oh it's been too long i can't remember we the, can't the get sidetracked powers... with the wonder twins <laughs> well yeah but i mean one one can just turn into animals the other one can oh, take yeah. any form of water <laughs> the water <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> salt water fresh water tap water or ice or snow or oh, okay. you know gotcha. gas etc thank you for listening you can catch us on mondays 5 to 7 p.m on ksua 91.5 fm the people's radio you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at the comic panel. It's comic time. Or you can follow us on Instagram at the underscore comic underscore panel. Or like our Facebook page at it's comic time. Have a great rest of your day.